With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, hear that cowbell. I got a fever. You think D. Snyder said, hey, wait a minute, man. We had cowbell in our song. They could have used that for us on SNL, and we'd be even more legendary. Do, do you notice cowbell more in songs when you listen to classic oh, rock 100% now? 100% now. Oh, there's a cowbell. There it is I in the background. Cowbell. <laughs> Look, at there it is. In a, hey, honky talk woman's on. Turn it up. <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you. Just, just as you made a segue, there, that is probably my my favorite wrestling call of all time. Is when the honky tonk man would win, and and shake rattle and roll was his big finishing move, <laughs> and Jesse Ventura would go shake rattle and roll like at the very like he would always time it because you call, you know he know you know he knows exactly when the pin is coming, so he would just be able hey, to time hey, it. Hey, 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 shake rattle and roll, and he would that was so awesome, and he would do it. honky tonk man would do that thing with his hips like Elvis. Oh, I'm man. not sure what you just said there. You oh. said he knew it was coming. What do you mean? Well, well, you know, because because of his excellence in. in be and his experience being a wrestler, he okay. can tell when someone's. He can see. Training. He can yeah, see yeah, yeah, it yeah. was uh, imminent. No, yeah. that's what I mean. Like he knows it's it, no, like, like Tony. Well, Romo. like, like pre- the, you know, he used hour. to uh, predict plays. Tony Romo would do that. He did. Jim, 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 Jim. Did you see that? He just jumped off the top turnbuckle. Jim, Jim, Jim. He's got a foreign object in his hand. Jim, Jim. You can't do that. You can't hit a guy with that. You can't trip a guy with a cane. Jim, did you see Mr. Fuji? Yes, yes, yes. I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Tony. We kind of yes, need that to happen now, don't I we? I saw it all. Tony Romo calling wrestling. Yes. That'd be. <laughs> you, he'd be so outraged and amazed at what goes on in wrestling. Jim, Jim. Did you see that, Jim? 
My God, he jumped a mile in the air. I mean, there was that move uh, a few uh, pay-per-views ago where they did the leaping at each other and double clothesline coming up opposite uh, middle of the rope kind of thing. He would have blown his mind. You would have seen a scanner's moment from Tony Romo. Mike's still watching the (laughs) pay-per-views. Jim, there's two guys beating up one guy. You can't do that, Jim. Jim, that's not fair, Jim. Jim, that doesn't work that way. Someone's got to come from out of the the, the back room, right, Jim? Someone's got to do that, Jim. Jim. Hey, hey, part of my Peacock Mm. subscription, I'll have Mm. you know. Hey, Jerome Boger would have thrown a flag. You know that. He would have thrown a flag. Oh, hey. 100%. Hey, congratulations on your retirement, Jerome Boger. Uh, he would have thrown a flag 100%. What happened? As he should have. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. no, no. <laughs> boy, can you imagine Jerome Boger officiating wrestling matches? Why are we stopping every eight seconds for an illegal move? Uh, would you just let the whole thing go? <laughs> Stop throwing a flag, Jerome Boger. Let the guys wrestle. We don't want to see stoppages like this every five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> That would be the best. WWE going to replace. They're getting ready. There They're it is. getting ready. Did, did Virgil hit him with the briefcase? Let's go to the videotape. <laughs> oh, Twitter and out about a fresca. Mike and Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Well, I have always been... I would I would say a little bit more. I don't, was am I pro Mike McCarthy? I am less anti Mike McCarthy than most people were up until now. Because now I'm out on him after what he said in the last few hours regarding the Dallas Cowboys going on, moving on next season. Uh, you can you can blame him for all you want with the Cowboys, but McCarthy's a guy that's been in the playoffs a few times now. Won a playoff game last year. Look. Dak Prescott is not a great quarterback, all right? And and McCarthy has done a pretty decent job with keeping things together in Dallas, which is a tough place to keep things together in. You know, Dallas is forever doomed because of the way the team is run with, with the decisions that are made by Jerry Jones. You know he's going to have enough talent to win nine or ten games. That's kind of where you are. Maybe you'll win a playoff game. Maybe you won't, but that's what it is. Now, this year, they showed that they were closer than you expected because a couple of bad Dak Prescott plays, and maybe they're moving on in the playoffs. So, to blame Mike McCarthy for so many things, it's just like, we're looking for somebody to blame. Let's blame. No, McCarthy's been able to achieve. But now, the last 24 hours, after I've seen him talk after, uh, talk about Kellen Moore, former offense coordinator, I'm out on the guy. Right Now, he made some headlines in the last day or so from the, the NFL Combine, talking about former OC Kellen Moore and, and his role with the team. And uh, some of it was a little incendiary. Like, boy, he's lighting Kellen Moore up on his way out the door. But it wasn't so much about what he said about Kellen Moore, but what he said going forward that really has me saying I'm out on Mike McCarthy. Quote, I've been where Kellen has been. Kellen wants to light the scoreboard up, but I want to run the damn ball so I can rest my defense. This is Mike McCarthy. I want to run the damn ball so I can rest my defense because he's got all the numbers from the last couple of years to prove it. 
Um, I mean, just look at our run totals the last three years. You know, it, you know we, were we were a different offense in 22 than we were in 2020. And, and that was part of the evolution of being more balanced, more complementary football, um, not as wide open in the, in the, in the drop back, just like our drop back passing in normal down. So, you know, you look at all those things. So, uh, but I'm really looking forward to the critique from you uh, of, of how, how different it is. So. Oh, there we go. <laughs> this is why I'm out on him. Because now, Mike McCarthy, this is how I want to run the team. I want to run the football and rest my defense. If Mike McCarthy was coaching in the 1980s or the early 1990s, I would say, yeah, great. This is not where the NFL is headed now. This is not where the NFL is going. And there are still teams that are under that mistaken assumption that we can run the football, play great defense, and win the Super Bowl. You can do that. It will get you, but it will only get you so far. Because how do you win in the NFL now? You win with great quarterbacks. You win by you win by lighting up the scoreboard. Did the Chiefs win by running the football a ton all the way the regular season into the play? No, they they won it because Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. Did the did the Eagles make it to the Super Bowl by running the football as much as they did? No, they made because Jalen Hurts is a huge playmaker at quarterback. You don't win by taking responsibility away from your quarterback and putting it on your running backs. You can't do it. You can't ultimately win that way. And for a team that has shown, hey, we're pretty good and we want to get to the next level, how is that going to happen? You, you, you. Either he he fell into the trap with Cooper Rush last year, or I'm going overboard with saying Dak Prescott is not as good as we thought he was. But this is why I'm out on Mike McCarthy now because that's not how you win. No team wins that way in the. That's why it makes me worried about the Jets. They want to go out and just get a guy who can hand the ball off. Oh, we got Brees Hall. Look what happened when Brees Hall got hurt. Hey, we had no quarterback to throw the football. That's why I'm glad they're in on Aaron Rodgers because they're showing they know we need to throw the football. But are they really going to settle? Get him, or are they going to settle for? somebody else that, hey, to just be someone who's the head of the snake here. It's very difficult. It's difficult to win that way when you are not absolutely loaded everywhere else with the football. The 49ers are the one team you could say, boy, they got a great defense, and boy, they got great playmakers and great wide receivers and great tight ends and great running backs. That's the one team that's loaded absolutely everywhere where you could say, maybe we can win with a Brock Purdy or a Trey Lance. But everybody else doesn't work that way. And now you're going into the season saying, I want to run the football, rest my defense. Hey, guess what? So many teams in the NFL are going, oh, man, now it's become a lot easier to beat the Cowboys. Mike McCarthy is not coaching in 2023 where the NFL is in 2023. He's coaching like it was years ago. I want to limit mistakes, and my quarterback can't do it. And so now I want to run the football and rest my defense. How's that going to work? That's not going to work, and this is why I'm out on McCarthy. You have to figure out a way to fix Dak Prescott. Limiting Dak Prescott is not going to do it. But you figure out a way, because you're the head coach, to get Dak Prescott to being as high a level a quarterback as you can be. We've seen glimpses that he can get there. It's on you to make that work, not to take away from Dak and say, all right, now we're going to try to win this way. You're going to win with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. Who knows when he's coming back? Ezekiel Elliott might not even be on the team, and he's been disappointing the last couple of years since he got paid. I don't see how this philosophy works. This is why I'm out on Mike McCarthy now. Yeah, it's great in theory if you've got the run game and it's turning back the clock three or four years where Zeke was at his peak. And that offensive line was dominant, with anchored by Travis Frederick in the middle. But ever since he had to retire, and and I hope he's well, that that offensive line hasn't been the same. You didn't build your receiving core to the level that you're, you're trying to talk to. And and certainly, if you're Mike McCarthy, you know this was the well, we we gave you the weapons, we gave you everything. I didn't agree with how he called it, and and take some of the. Uh, 
the blame away from me and, and a little bit away from Dax. Like, no, 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 y- y'all wear it together uh, in this process. And Tony Pollard getting hurt as he did at the end was monumental. As a runner receiver, he was the better option for them, as we talked about not only last year, but the year before that. But McCarthy wanting to hearken back to an old time, not that those guys don't have to have you know sizable workloads, and I understand in, in a large theoretical sense where he's going, but nobody wins consistently relying on it, games of consequence. I mean, look at, look at Tennessee. I mean, there's probably your best example in recent history. Or you go to all the Super Bowl winners and they put up, all right, what was the contract of the leading rusher for the Super Bowl winner? And they're all guys except for, who was it, Leonard Fournette, right? He was the only guy that was the outlier. Everybody else was under a million dollars. So it's it's not built the same, and nor do you use running backs the same way. But this just shows you're, you're trying to cling to something, and you're trying to find a, a scapegoat. Guess what? He's out of town. Okay? You got to talk about 23. And if that's what you want to do, then you're also telling me without telling me you really don't trust the ball in Dak's hands 35 times a game, which is what none of us did. <laughs> Or at least we didn't on this show uh, at any point. So now you've got to go find wide receivers, and and you better be real active in this marketplace. Look, look, I understand how Dak was was someone who really disappointed you because we talked about the sea change that happened for the Cowboys after the playoff game. Hey, a couple of really bad turnovers, and maybe the Cowboys could have won. Something changed with Dak standing in the organization and their belief in him as a quarterback after that game. Mm-hmm. And I understand that. I get that. But what it needs to be, because you know, you're locked into Dak for a while because you decided to pay him, what it is is the sea changes. You listen to us now, and there's no choice. There's no plan B. There's No, no we are going to do this, and this is what you have to do if you want to stay our quarterback. And you do this this year, or guess what? Now Next year, we're going to look to move on from you. We're going to well, try to find already, a way to move on. But there was a report yesterday that they're talking extension now. I, it's insane. It's a, well, the, right, the, but, while the, the same token saying you're not the guy, right? But by the, <laughs> ex, the extension might make him actually easier to trade because you're 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 what you're doing is Smooth spreading the out the money, out. and sure. it's not going to be hey because look they've seen what's happened with with Aaron Rodgers and other quarterbacks in the last couple of years. Boy, look at this huge balloon money that's due. It's making it impossible to trade him. But a contract extension because someone will want Dak Prescott next year. Look, a thirty year old guy that's won had been through the the uh, all the big battles in Dallas. Hey, maybe he just need a little bit smaller spotlight now, and he can win okay i'm in for dak and maybe the next two or three years it's more palatable and if i want to cut him and move on from him, it's not as expensive so that's what this extension is going to do it's going to make him a it'll make him easier to trade because that's kind of what they want they need financial flexibility because there's no way you saw what he did you're coming off that game saying we're extending him because we believe in him as a quarterback it's we need to extend him to get out of some problems that we have so we can bring other guys in or potentially move dak if we have to but if you're mccarthy this is where your work needs to be not on other parts of the not a wicked run the ball no you got to fix Dak and, and and make him he's the guy you are Dak driven make him better you're the coach yeah I mean I don't know how much the thumb injury played into things but certainly at the receiver position you were you were devoid of talent you had CD Lamb uh you had Dalton Schultz and you had a big question mark thereafter mm. 
Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. Phone number is 877 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive. Com. Well, coming up next, we get back into a big story in the National Football League. We talked some quarterbacks a little bit ago. Got another quarterback to get into next. Cleveland, Ohio. It's not, it's, not, it's not Cleveland. It's not Cleveland. It's next right here, Jason and Mike. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Well, we are in full swing 
of the NFL Combine, and we're getting all kinds of great quotes coming out of it, whether it's Mike McCarthy or somebody else about quarterbacks or, you know, Eric DaCosta saying our receivers stink and Rashad Bateman How saying, hey, blank that? you, man. I mean, that, that might be one of my favorite stories of the Combine. Hey, uh, one thing I could do better, we would have better receivers. And Rashad Bateman saying, blank you, buddy, we need better receivers, man. You know whose fault it is. I would- it's, you know, he's, it's true they're listening to the show, though. DaCosta, I mean, how many times have I bagged on his ability and the team's ability to pick receivers? You know, that Harbin guy, he went to Northwestern. What the hell does he know about receivers? But I don't yeah. know. The Chargers got rid of their trainer. Who harped on that more than anybody in media? We should, we should get this better guy. receivers. We, 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 we got to get better receivers. It's got to be better. Receivers got to be better. Uh, but, but he went back to the trainers because they also got rid of their trainer. Just Well, how many, how many teams fit in that free agency uh, <laughs> poll yesterday? Finished with an F minus. Yes. I mean, think about that for a second. How do you get an F minus? You just get an F. There's no F minus. You know, Minuses. F minus. I'm telling you, that free agency report card is absolute gold. We're going to be talking about that forever. There's going to be stories that come out about certain teams. Here's an injury to, oh, it's been a rash of injuries for Team X, and you're going to read about this, and you're going to see at the bottom, uh, the team was given an F minus in uh, their their strength and conditioning approach in the offseason. Oh, no wonder. They can't keep guys healthy. I, th- that that is that is just absolute gold that free agency report we talked about last night well and that and that's the thing right is that you knew it was always there in an informal sense right uh, the game of telephone hey can i have someone reach out to you kind of to talk them through right your buddies maybe you went to the same college and, and guys that are coming in as undrafted free agents or guys that have found their way uh to the waiver wire and, and the, or just their contracts expire and now it's the the fun and exciting world of picking their next destination that you want to you want to do that but now that the the PA is actually formalizing this I want more of the comments to leak out because the small sampling we got yesterday was just great stuff I was telling the girls today how we we were able to get cocaine bear into a football story and I'm like what do you mean he's like well the food chain uh and and we talked about the Jacksonville Jaguars and going up the line of uh predators starting with your common house rat did you did you have the the the, the um the flow chart of the rat on the bottom with an arrow going up yeah, we and did. was a yeah, snake yeah, yeah. and then yeah. an arrow going up which was then was like uh um uh, a wolf and then the arrow going up to the cocaine bear at the top oh that's just <laughs> yeah, it, right? the apex the predator we had to go all the way through <laughs> Uh, I can't believe that's that hasn't become the name of a movie yet. Apex Predator. Like how come that is it not? Apex Predator. I don't think so. I mean there's been the Predator I mean, it's movies. It's a song in um in Mean Girls, the the musical. Yeah, but there's gotta the be Apex Predator. there's gotta be a movie called Apex Predator. Like someone like I Idris just, Elba or Russell Crowe like goes on this this some 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 journey somewhere and he's and he's gotta like cross like a I don't know, like a desert or or a, you know some sort of terrain, and he's being pursued by. Oh, wait, didn't he just help but do that movie? Was he in a movie like that? What well, was the Beast? With the yeah, yeah, yeah. But like With Apex, I've watched the first couple of minutes of it. It works. Now uh. there is a movie called Apex. Okay. There's one called Apex Predators. I'll get to it in a minute. All right. But because this ties to our movie of last hour mm-hmm. and the discussions we were doing, this has Bruce Willis in it. Oh, all right. And Neil McDonough again. Wow. It's... Serving a life sentence for a crime he didn't commit. Wait, Former Neil cop, McDonough Thomas is? Malone. Oh, you mean that's a plot of the movie. Okay. This is a plot of the movie. Okay. Former cop Thomas Malone gets a chance to win his freedom if he can survive a twisted game. Didn't they do that with Ice-T? 
I think Bruce Willis did that in Die Hard with a Vengeance. Remember when did, it was, yeah. was it Jeremy Irons? Yes. Who was it that had him going through all those things and and all the stuff he had to do because he was he was uh, uh, Hans Gruber's brother, right? And he made him do all jump through all these hoops to try to uh, uh, save the world yeah. and save and save surviving the, the game with Rudger yeah. Hauer was 1994. Yeah, man, it had Gary Busey and, and F. Murray Abraham mm. in there. Anyway, uh, so it ties it all together. Mm. But there is actually uh, from 2021 something mm. called Apex Predators. It got uh, one of five, one point five on a scale of ten. Oh, F. Murray Abraham. We'll just leave it there. He's the guy in charge of backstory. What about a backstory? What about a backstory. <laughs> uh, yeah, if someone gets that reference, hey, more power to you. Backstory. Um, speaking of the NFL Combine. <laughs> Speaking of the backstory. Speaking of, the of backstory, uh, the, the saga of Derek Carr finding a new team is taking another twist because now he's at the Combine meeting with different teams. Wait, why is Derek Carr meeting with teams at the Combine? Because he has no market. Because nobody really wants him. You don't go to a Combine to meet with anybody if you're a free agent quarterback looking for $40 million a year. But... Why Derek Carr is at the Combine is because there's not enough interest in him. And talk about people listening to the show, what did I tell you last week? If people, if teams wanted Derek Carr, they would have him already. You don't have to wait till free agency. You can sign him. You don't have to wait. You can do it. You don't, you don't. But now I'm taking my time. I'm doing all of these things. I, you, can, you can come to terms with Derek Carr. You don't have to wait. How does he have nobody? How does he, you can't tell me every team thinks they're going to get Aaron Rodgers because he's the number two guy in the market, right? Rodgers is number one out of guys who are likely available because eventually Lamar Jackson's going to be available and you know maybe a couple of guys shake up here and there. But right now, when you're going in, it's okay. It's Aaron Rodgers number one, Derek Carr's number two. I got to understand that maybe my team is not going to get Aaron Rodgers. So let's go get Derek Carr. But Derek Carr is still out there, and now he's taking meetings. This is like Jerry Maguire and Rod Tidwell, where he's having them walk the <laughs> lobby and do this stuff and shake hands. Why am I doing this? Got to get your name out there. Derek Carr is not someone that has a market. He doesn't. But that didn't stop Robert Sala on a Zoom call today uh, talking about Carr for the Combine, how much Sala and the Jets love Derek Carr. Um, he's got an elite, elite uh, mental makeup uh, with regards to football IQ. He's got... Uh, Tremendous accuracy and arm strength. You can put the ball anywhere you want. And, uh, you know, he's, um, he's, he has a talent. He's got, he's underrated in terms of, in terms of a scrambler, um, and being able to move off pocket and all that out of the pocket and all that stuff. But, um, you know, he's been, he's been asked to do a lot in his career and, uh, and you just look at him, like I've, I've said it before, I think he's, he's more in line with what Stafford's career has been in terms of, uh, you know, if you could just, get him into a, a place that can surround him with all the pieces to allow him to just play quarterback 10 to 15 times a game. Uh, it'd be pretty cool, but uh, uh, he's, he's, he's a solid young man. Okay, now two things to come off of that with. Number one, if he's so great, why haven't you signed him? He's so good. <laughs> what, what, that, what, what, what the translation of that is, Derek Carr is really, really great. We don't want him unless um, we, we kind of have to because we like other guys a lot better. Because if you like him that much, right, if he's that great, oh, why don't, why don't you sign him? Why wouldn't you? You'd come up with the money for him, right? You'd say, hey, here's three years, $120 million, all guaranteed. Uh, this is what we're giving you. You would find that way if you really liked him. No, Derek Carr has no market. I'm sure the Jets like him as a fallback and i'm no, sure they love him i'm sure that's where a lot of teams like him is as a fallback as someone who hey if we need somebody if we don't get the guy we really like then 
Derek Carr is someone who we can we can see ourselves going after and trying to figure out. He's not going to get the money that we that he's expecting, but that's part of the negotiation. If the Jets loved him that much, they would sign him. So here's Robert Sala really going to the wall for Derek Carr when you know, hey, we're not that into you. We're kind of into you, but we're not that into you. So that's where you're at. The other part that gets me is when he says, boy, it'd be great for Derek Carr to just go to a place where he's got to play quarterback 10 or 15 times a game. Again, I go He's back. Tied to, to Mike McCarthy. I go back. You, you, that, that, you know what, Derek Carr? Derek Carr should go to the Cowboys because that's what the Cowboys want to do. This is what makes me nervous about the Jets is that they want to go into next year think because they've been so burned by Zach Wilson and their quarterback play. We want to limit everything a quarterback does. We want to make him throw the football only when he absolutely has to. We want to give the ball to Brees Hall. 30 times a game, even though he's coming off a torn ACL. We want to run the football all day. And how much are we really going to win? Look, we won a little bit with it, but then what happened? Our guy got hurt, and we had to throw the football, and we couldn't win. Because guess what? Running backs get hurt. That's why running backs don't get paid, because running backs get hurt. You can't count on them, because that's what happens to running backs. You can't sit here and say, we're going to ride a running back to the Super Bowl, because something generally happens. And then you have to have the quarterback that can throw, because if you don't, you're sunk. What happened to the Jets last? Last year, they were great. Brees Hall was great. They won a few games. We're five and two, seven and four. Then Brees Hall is out for the year. And what happens? The Jets were terrible because they couldn't throw the football. So this is what gives me uh, this gives me hives that the stuff's crawling my skin going. They're just gonna bring a guy in who they want to hand the ball off that is not gonna be able to win games by throwing the football. And this is this is what's gonna turn me into a guy going, the Jets just are looking at the at the National Football League like it's 1987. Them and Mike McCarthy and other guys just want to think we can run the football and play great defense. You gotta be able to throw it. You gotta have a dynamic quarterback. And this is why I've not been in on Derek Carr from the beginning on him because he's not dynamic. Well yes. your coach said he is. Yes, he th- he he completes a lot of passes and he's very he's very accurate, but he's not someone that is dynamic. He's not someone that's gonna win a game all by himself, which is what you have to do with the NFL. And it's how you win Super Bowls. When you have when you have built your team where we got a really great defense, we have some nice pieces at running back, wide receiver. Hey, we feel pretty good about where we're at. The quarterback's not a position where, ah, we can get by with a guy. No, you got to go out and get the best guy out there that can win games with his right or left arm when he needs to every couple of weeks. That's how you win in the NFL. And I see this and I go, ah, the Jets are just doing it like it's 40 years ago. This is what gets me upset, Mike Harmon. This is what gets me upset. All right, a couple of things. Number one, I like the drive-by he did on the Detroit Lions organization. (laughs) (laughs) Got to make mention of that. Look what they did to Stafford. They held him back all those years and blah, 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 blah. blah. By the way, he did not throw the ball 10 to 15 times. 10 to 15 times a game. In route to a Super Bowl win. I I think he's misremembering that entire Rams (laughs) run. Uh, I mean, that was Stafford's best year as a quarterback. Like He he threw for almost 5,000 yards. He threw, what, 39 touchdowns that year? Come on, man. No, but that's just it. It's like, all right, it's it's like what Jerry Jones was talking about, how the Eagles were built and dismissing it. You know, they went all in on that one year. It's like, did they really? Now, they've got some guys they've got to make decisions on. They lost a couple of coordinators, but that base looks pretty damn good there, Jerry, and a lot of draft picks, <laughs> including several uh, early ones this year uh, that are there to torment you uh, till infinity and beyond. But it's when we look at the the Jets and, and with Derek Carr specifically, 
I think Carr has a market. I think we established he is the leader in the clubhouse where you don't have a lot of strings attached. right? With Rodgers, it's the what is going on here. You had the dalliance and, and people getting excitable about potentially a trade of Justin Fields. Whatever, keep the sliver there. And then whatever happens with Lamar, which I think we all agree he gets tagged, and then if it's non-exclusive, at least they'll get a couple of first-round picks out of the deal. Or Bashadi gets the opportunity to see what the market really is and decide if he wants to match it. All that to be said, you know, Derek Carr, they've got a, a dollar amount in mind. You know, you, you agree in principle that he could be your quarterback. Now we're just haggling on price. And there's some filthy jokes, and it's too early in the night to to tag on with that uh, in terms of scenarios. But I think you it's midnight know. somewhere, Mike. No, that that is true, and it's the middle of the night in Europe, where we are very popular, uh, from what I'm told. But the the idea, you know, with Carr is, yeah, you're you're not is while you're the leader in the clubhouse, you're not a guy that they're going to break the bank for. So you've got to recalibrate what you're, what's going to make you feel whole. And the other thing, again, going back to Salah's comment, he just had the leading rusher in the National Football League on his team. You see how that didn't help? Likewise, you, McCarthy. <laughs> Josh Jacobs was the king of everything. And what did it mean? It meant nothing because that defense was still run ragged time and time again. Oh, man. Oh, so- see how I tied it all together no, in a nice did, big now you made me feel even worse if that's possible. How did you do that to me? How yeah, but here's the thing. No, no, no. But here's the thing that Sala needs to remember. If that's what he's trying to do, and Derek Carr could be that guy, then they need to go make that deal because you've actually got a defense that can get off the field. Well, maybe they're going to offer Carson Wentz more money, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got Carson yeah, Wentz back in. Good like man. Nothing oh, Rob- he's always been in. He's nothing, in. Nothing Robert Sala said there even made sense. Jason, your coach is basically saying... Like, I'm- <laughs> He's never watched Derek Carr play football. I'm, I'm talking off the top of my head, right? <laughs> That's exactly what he said. I mean, go all the way back through what he said. Oh, a guy, okay, go work backwards. Guy throw the football 10 or 15 times a game. No, it's not what happened. What Stafford did with the Rams. No, sorry, they threw the football a ton. Well, I, mean, I mean, all the things 10 to 12 said. times again. You might as well go trade for Snoop Huntley then. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. That's Pro Bowl quarterback Snoop Huntley. Pro Bowl quarterback. Pro Bowl. Make Sorry. Sure, put some I, respect I, on his I, name. I need to put the respect on his name. Oh, their GM, not so much. So it makes me, I'm nervous about the Jets. I'm nervous. It's everything. Everything with these last You're few minutes. You're nervous about the Jets. Jason, uh, they've sucked for 40 years. What are you nervous about? I just exactly. got to go back to, I got to go, hang on. I got to do a darkness retreat for a second here. Hang on. I got to get dark. Okay. We're so just, you're at Matt I hear you hang chewing on, a Big on, Mac. You're at Matt Life. It's the trouble. fourth quarter. Is I, it dark enough yet? Hang, hang on. I had a Big Mac earlier today. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. All right. We're just going to get Geno Smith. It's going no, to happen. Not. Did Stop you get the extra get Big Mac for an extra 29 cents? No, 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 no. Because I, I don't want to overeat, so I just had one Big Mac. That's all I had. You're not getting Geno Smith. Big Mac. We're getting That's the most Jets story ever. Yes, of course we're getting Geno Smith. And we're you think he's happen. just going to be good? Now we're going to get him back. We're going to give him $40 million a year. <laughs> Oh, but that's, you know that's what? Awesome. It just means he got tutelage in a better yeah. system. So totally and he's well-traveled and maybe he'll appreciate it. And mm-hmm. he can bring those learnings to the Jets. Unless you're bringing Pete Carroll with him. That's broke. So <laughs> did, totally did, did, I couldn't keep a straight face. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gabriel. 
Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Five-second drum solo. I like this song, Jenna. Did you say that on the air? I did. Was that a... Why? I love Forrest. For no reason, here's a Forrest Gump impression by Alex Teichert. <laughs> Am I missing something? Did Forrest like play the air drums no, in Forrest Gump? No, he did, and he did not play the drums in I didn't Van Halen. So. That was not part of the I movie. Was he played a ping pickleball pong though. <laughs> hey, Mister Mister Eddie Van Halen, I think you should go with a red guitar and have like white stripes go all over it. I think that would look nice on television. Hey, Michael Anthony. You know, your bass looks like a big bottle of Jack Daniels. I think you should play a bass with Jack Daniels on it. I told Ozzy to bite a head off a bat once. Hey, David Lee Roth, I think you should go be a paramedic after you start singing for a while. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, why aren't you jumping? 
Get up. Oh, oh man. Whoa. Too soon. Whoa. That was uh that was well done though. You know, I had my great next line going. You had to ruin it by that. No, you can kill go. Because I had a Lieutenant Dan, I got ice cream. Hey, what if you did a song called Ice Cream Man Van Halen? What if you But you gotta go and oh, you you're going to hell, Tyshirt. You're going to hell. Invested in the Apple brand. You're going. You're going. Yeah, to hell. we're getting canceled. No, Tyshirt's. Yeah, but out. his um his timing on that, yeah. you know. Thanks. Yeah. Why well, was, was? Yeah. I. I mean, I, I'm not saying you you gotta like what what the end result. Was, no, no, no. But the no. timing was brilliant. And it was just a movie. It was just it's That's a right. movie. It was just a movie based but, on a true wow. story. Yeah. No, it, it, <laughs> Based on a true story. Yes. That would be one hell of a life. <laughs> Based on a true story. Man forgets how to take the bus, realizes he can just walk to his destination. Oh, that movie could have been eight seconds long. Sorry, spoiler. And it all spoiler. happened in chronological order, too. Spoiler, yeah. spoiler alert. You know, Forrest Gump, he had a lot of time to do all those things. Play, right? Just think about playing at Alabama for four years. <laughs> and all hey, that. He had time to play football at Alabama for four years in it with everything else he did. I got four years in you Alabama. You day when you live out there oh man I'll no, tell that's you. good i dig that lieutenant oh. dan what's your shoe size uh you know what you need to turn your microphone off turn your microphone off turn, turn, turn it off turn it off turn it off so oh, man uh, shirt man wow you are wow wow i hey i apologize for the actions of alex tyshirt on behalf of everyone here at the show i so, love you jed uh, so lebron james the injury that he has to his foot looks like it's going to be a little bit worse than initially thought he was supposed to be reevaluated in a couple of weeks. Now he's going to be reevaluated in three weeks. Best case scenario for LeBron James. He gets reevaluated in three weeks. He gets cleared. He needs a week, a few days to ramp back up to basketball. Not to be able to play the whole game, but just to get back in so he can be, be in basketball shape again. Because you know he doesn't have a lot of activity going on because it's not like he can work out while he's injured because of his foot. So let's just say best case scenario, he misses the next month. You're missing all but the last six or seven games of the NBA season. And this is a best case scenario for LeBron James. You are missing all of these games all the way till the end of the season. And, and this, is, this is now a time where you have to look at LeBron James, and it's a very tough point, but you have to look at him and say, we just can't count on the guy anymore. We can't count on him to be healthy because at all the big times when he's been a Laker, it hasn't worked, right? He had the groin injury his first year. They missed the playoffs, right? They won the title the next year, but that's because they had that months-long break for COVID and LeBron could, all right, we're good. We can we can rest for a while. He comes back and plays. He plays well. The year after that, he's out 20 games with his ankle. That cost them. They lose in the first round of the playoffs. Last year, he gets hurt, misses 26 games. Most he's missed in his career. Misses all but the end of the season. They missed the playoffs. This is LeBron James. Games. You can't count on the guy now. He's he's more like a guy who is, hey, if he plays great, it's a bonus, but we can't count on him because he's missing way too many games, and at the biggest parts of the season, he's not out there for us. So now instead of building around LeBron James, it's let's try to build when we're building around him not being with us because that's the point. Now we have changed from LeBron being, here's a guy we build around to, here's a guy who just kind of plays. Yeah, I mean he's he's still your focal point so long as he's there. He's got no no you got no choice, but you need the ancillary parts more, now more than ever. Right? Just to say as we do right now, I'm curious to see what this roster can be. 
got a good schedule, advantageous, don't have to have a, a central figure. Everybody else gets to play a role. So let's see what they can roll off. But going forward, yeah, this this was your ideal scenario. So maybe this could buy you some time with LeBron. Mm. I'll tell you, it is it is one of those times where where this week has been we're seeing just the the image of LeBron erode more than we ever have before, and now it's when the guy plays great, but to count on him for the playoffs, I think it's just like anybody else who can't stay on the court. When's he going to play? Is he going to be healthy for the playoffs? You're just hoping to get him then. That's the new reality LeBron James has had the past few games. Well, the past few days, and go back to the the fun of uh, did he play too much trying to get to the record quickly. Mm. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, a new angle on Aaron Rodgers, Fox. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.